When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. A major shift is coming to WWE's talent signing policy. Adam Cole's live reaction to the WWE releases. And will Tyler Breeze ever wrestle again? One released WWE wrestler has reportedly had their non-compete clause shortened. And two of the wrestlers released last week were apparently planned to be a part of a major storyline. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, so we're going to kick things off by talking about this new report on WWE's signing policy. There has been a shift. Little guys are out. Big beefy boys are in. This is at least the word of Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio talking about the whole signing policy within WWE, saying specifically that WWE are moving away from smaller, older wrestlers and moving towards people who are at least 220 pounds uh, and under 26 years of age. Now, as is often the case with like broad policies, you would think that, you know, if someone who's 30 years old and 205 pounds comes along and they're the best, uh, they'd probably break the policy to sign them. But for years and years and years, the WWE policy has been these people who are in more advanced stages of their career, this whole period we've had over the past five years or so of signing seasoned indie wrestlers who've lots of experience and everything else. Um, Now they're kind of going back to a model more in line with what you traditionally associate with WWE. So, I mean, we've seen some big beefy boys come into WWE recently, right? We've got Parker Boudreaux, uh, part of the latest uh, signing class. Uh, Bronson Recksteiner, I believe, is a large man as well. Uh, So it's going to be interesting to see what comes to this. Uh, What do you think of this change in signing policy? Uh, I'm not exactly surprised by this, and certainly judging by what we saw over the last few days, their complete gutting of 205 Live, then yeah, it does seem to be the direction that the company's heading in. Also, whilst we're at it, ever-rise rules, what are you thinking, WWE? Um, I, I don't know, I, I always think you need a, you know, a, a nice smorgasbord, a buffet of wrestlers, <laughs> like... I don't get me wrong. I love I love myself a, a big Jord or a, a Braun Strowman or you know Drew McIntyre, people like that. But I also think that you know it's it's you need a bit a, a mixture of everything. So I I'm not sure. Like you say, this policy obviously isn't going to be strictly adhered to, but automatically ruling out a certain category of wrestler seems completely backward to it. But then this is the company you went. Yeah, we don't really need Serena D, but she's not a specialist. She's just a <laughs> trainer. And look at what she's gone to do in AEW. What do you reckon, mate? 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, it's kind of a common complaint among a lot of people. Hey, wrestlers are too small these days, blah, 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 blah. I think that I disagree with that for the most part, but I do think there is a place for large, massive human beings. It's part of the spectacle. It's been part of wrestling's DNA for a long, long time. So, um, yeah, for me, like, I don't know if I'm sitting there going, hey, we need this type of person in this role and we need them now. And we're not doing, you know, anything else. I think, like you say, you cast a wide net, you get a broad, diverse roster and everything else. But we'll see what comes of it, I guess. I think, for me, the main positive is that we finally seem to be out of that era of WWE just signing everyone. Yeah. We're going to keep them. You can't have them. Um, that kind of anti-competitive stuff that has eased off greatly since Nick Khan ascended to power in particular. WWE now ran a lot more like a business mm. rather than a promotion trying to, you know, elbow the other promotions and everything else. So that to me is a positive. Uh, we shall see what comes of this. But I'm looking forward to seeing what, you know, some of the beefers that they've signed already <laughs> in 2021 can do. So and, and as well as that, like, they're not accommodating for or not, you know, aiming for the... the the 205 lifestyle wrestlers, it's actually probably beneficial because they, they didn't really do anything with it. They didn't know what to do with it. So the likes of Tony Nese and his tiny knees and Buddy Murphy, although <laughs> he's definitely not 205 pounds anymore, uh, can no. go and do some great stuff <laughs> elsewhere because I really enjoy what they do, you know, like WrestleMania or the Super Showdown in Australia or whatever it was called. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about those WWE releases because uh, many people saw that Adam Cole was Twitch streaming uh, the game. Let me work this out. Hollow Knight, love that game. That and Super Mario, my big picks for games of 2021. Well, I don't know, I have no idea. That's got to help us. Anyway, he was Twitch streaming that on Friday, and a Reddit user called Halton pointed out there's basically a point in the stream where you see Adam Cole receive a text message and is visibly shaken by it all. Understandably, really, it's shocking anyway when, you know, people you work with in a company just suddenly drop of a hat are gone it shocked us here at what culture we felt like we've surely got to have a bit of a pause before more releases not even more they just mm. just keep coming um and obviously when someone like tyler breeze who's such a close friend of adam cole gets released it's devastating and you can sort of see that if you go and check out uh, the clips from that twitch stream um as biggie i believe said on a dot dot com exclusive I love myself a cool, cool breeze. And talking of Tyler Breeze, by the way, also love Fandango. Going to really miss him as well. Uh, he claimed he doesn't know if he's going to ever wrestle again. He also talked about this on Twitch. He was doing a stream on Sunday and he said, will I continue my wrestling career? I don't know. We'll have to see. I haven't decided yet. I do hope he does. I know he's got the uh, uh, the gym, of course, where he trains people with Sean Spears, which is doing great guns. Um, but a, a real loss if he doesn't wrestle again, Andy. It's a real shame to think that a guy like Tyler Breeze might not wrestle again because, you know, he'd been in WWE for 11 years, going all the way back to the Florida Championship Wrestling days, but he's only 30... He's the same age as me. He's 33 years old. Um, so, <coughs> pardon me, cough. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think that he might never lace them up again. Um, but we'll see what happens with, with the fella. He's uh, He's got a 90-day non-compete clause, so... That gives him plenty of time to think about what he wants to do. But all the best to him and the other released wrestlers uh, with whatever they choose to do with their futures, whether they're going to stay in wrestling, do something else entirely. There's a lot of talented people there, and I'm sure a lot of them have skills and everything else that will translate to other walks of life yeah. too. So best wishes to all of them. Now, speaking of released WWE wrestlers, we've got a report here from Fightful Select following up from another report 
from Fightful Select around a week and a half ago, stating that some wrestlers who'd been let go by WWE were in negotiations with the company over either shortening or cancelling their non-compete clauses outright. The non-compete clause is, of course, uh, the thing that legally prevents people from signing with or appearing for another promotion, usually for 90 days. Um, One wrestler has been successful in that. At least one wrestler has been successful in that. Now, it's noted here that they've had their uh, non-compete clause shortened. The option was on the table for it to be cancelled outright, but it doesn't look like that was taken. Uh, John Laurinaitis, in particular, is said to have been very easy to deal with in these negotiations. So it sounds like one wrestler, unnamed, we don't know who it is, uh, has been freed up to do whatever they want on shorter notice than they would before. That's exciting because it opens the door for a big surprise very soon. Yeah, very, very excited to see what this turns out to be. There's obviously Dynamite returning to Wednesdays this week. Maybe it's related to that. We're not going to speculate any more than that. But let us know your picks on who you'd like it to be, who you think it's going to be in the comments section below. And we'll continue uh, by concluding and talking about uh, two released wrestlers who are apparently set to be part of a big, big storyline. This is according to Fightful Select. No crap. Just Sap, Sean Ross Sap, uh, of course, over there at Fightful Select. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was apparently going to be Arturo Huas and Marina Shafir, and they were pegged initially to be a part of that new stable in NXT, Diamond Mine. Um, it's not the case, obviously, Roderick Strong leading that stable, but uh, apparently Huas had been planning to be a part of that since... Uh, uh, about mid-June, although that only gives us about a week or so until his release. Uh, and Shafia was going to be playing some sort of female enforcer role. You've got Bivens in there. You've got Tyler Rust in there. Uh, it's a great stable. I felt I feel like they would have been good picks for it, particularly someone like Shafia with her background and, and who asked, who was battering people around on, on Raw Underground, of course, Andy. Yeah, their, their real life situations would have, would have fed well into the aesthetic of Diamond Mine, wouldn't they? Like Shafir's a mixed martial artist, former mixed martial artist. Uh, I believe that, uh, Huas is a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt mm-hmm. as well. So, like, they, they certainly fit the aesthetic of the group and everything else. Must have been a real bummer for Huas in particular, right? Hey, you're going to be part of this stable. They keep him on the, on the rope until like June and then go, actually, no. See you later. Rough, rough situation. But uh, like everyone else, best of luck to them in the future. Diamond Mine looks like it's going to be a fun stable. I'm sure we'll see more from them tomorrow night. Yes, exactly. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Jake Jake. Jake Jake, who says, with WWE commonly not planning storylines out, surely not, Jake, uh, do you think WWE could uh, not decide who to give the money in the bank briefcases to until after they hear crowds' reactions as a way to send the live crowd home happy. They've got a tiny Ooh. bit of wiggle room with that, Andy. Just going to announce people's names and see how people react in the arena on the SmackDown before Money in the Bank or something. Yeah, or maybe or maybe gauge it off the ring entrances and call it on the fly. <laughs> um, I think the WWE will go with whoever WWE wants to go with, uh, regardless of whether or not that's going to make the fan base happy. Um I, I don't necessarily think it's something they've had sketched out for like months and months in advance. Uh, look, they, they gave it to Otis last year and then look what happened after that. So uh, I, I, I don't necessarily think they'll go off crowd reactions. I think they'll just go with their person regardless. Yes. And that person is going to be Alexa Bliss on the women's side of things, I feel. Sure. Uh, but hopefully maybe we'll get a Biggie or a Sami Zayn on the men's side of things to try and balance oh, yeah. things out. But yeah. 
WWE listening to the crowd, Jake. Come on, you've not been paying attention, mate. Uh, second question <laughs> today comes from Whatever Man, who says, Yo, uh, not feeling the inner circle's attire these days. What are your thoughts? And if your choice, uh, what would you have as their team dress code? For me, Andy, the H stands for hoodies. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if the kind of biker aesthetic that they kind of have at the moment with the leather waistcoats and the jeans and everything, I don't know if it suits a lot of people in that in that group. It's a bit of a weird fit for, for some of them, for sure. Um, why don't we put them in, like, I don't know, dress them up like Gangrel. Why not? Get the Philly <laughs> shirts, get the goblets of blood, sharpen them, teeth wear the shades, oh. make them the new brood. The inner circle of... Vampires. This is the worst fantasy booking of all time. I'm really sorry. I've got to be honest. I don't know why. Don't even ask me to justify this. But yeah, I was thinking like, God, they bloody try hard with that biker aesthetic or whatever. And my brain just said silk kimonos. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I would Very really sexy. like to see Jake Hager in a silk kimono. And I feel like it's also something that Chris Jericho definitely already has in his wardrobe. So... Yeah, let us know. Not a great answer to that question, but let us know your attire choices for the inner circle, what they look best. You can't do any worse than what me and Andy have just said there. Uh, Marky Luigi uh, gives us our final question of the day. Marky writes, hello, gents. Uh, with WWE us unjustifyingly releasing talent, do you think crowds would try and hijack shows by chanting for their favourite released wrestlers? And, interesting addition here, Andy, should they do it? Ooh. Um, I... I'm not in favour of telling crowds what to do. I'm not in favour of being, hey, crowds hijacking the show, how dare they? Because I think it's on the company's responsibility to provide entertainment that is entertaining enough for that not to happen. Your your content has got to be so compelling that people want to cheer or boo for it organically instead of going, Braun Strowman or whatever after he's been released. So uh, I'm not in favour of like saying they should or shouldn't do it. I think they should do what comes organically to them at the show and react to the content if the content's good. If the content's bad and fans reject it, that's the company's fault. Um, as far as will they do it, I don't think so. I don't think so because I think it's going to be sooner rather than later before these people start showing up. Uh, we've got uh, non-compete clauses expiring as soon as the next couple of weeks, some in August as well, of course. I think that when you're Alistair Blacks and when you're uh, Iconics and everyone else, when these people start showing up on shows and they're back in the spotlight, I think people will kind of move on from it a little bit. Yeah, often I find as well, if you're you're doing something like that, you're actually doing more harm than good sometimes. is like, we're going to give you more of this then if that's what you don't want <laughs> or whatever it may be. Uh, but like you say, yeah, hopefully... We're going to have this wave of enthusiasm, which I'm sure WWE will try its best to try and damper uh, when crowds actually return. You're like, you're going to have to really try hard to bugger this up. Money in the bank, one of the best pay-per-views of the year, (laughs) leading to one of the biggest SummerSlams ever, quite possibly. Like, people won't have time to chant for the wrestlers that they miss almost. And by the time that they do, like you say, they'll have popped up elsewhere. So, yeah, I, I, I think for now... It's just, come on, positivity, guys. And I realise that's me saying he's always a grumpy bastard every Tuesday morning after all. But maybe, just maybe. Let's conclude by uh, talking about today's and finally. And some homework for you, if you haven't seen it already. Thanks to everyone who sent us this clip over the weekend. The gender reveal wrestling match. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. Uh, I'm not sure if it's his video or not, but I found it on Chandran the Man's Twitter page. Uh, it's on What Culture Wrestling's likes on Twitter if you want to go and check it out. A genius genius idea, Andy. Yeah, for sure. The second five-star match of 2021 for me. Class. Great idea. And a, and a hell of a brutal chair shot. 
Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> in that month. Go and check it out. At Chandran the Man, as I said on Twitter, if you want to go and check that out. Uh, and let us know your thoughts on all today's stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cult Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, looking back over SmackDown and AEW Dynamite over the weekend and looking ahead to Monday Night Raw tonight as well. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Well, actually, there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray, the H stands for Happy Birthday, Nick Jackson. Hope you got something nice. Maybe like a new thing for his de- oh chandelier for his head. Or some Jordans, something. Probably Jordans. Yeah, keep being you, Nick. <laughs> and by that, I mean, in storyline, a massive knobhead. Uh, happy birthday to Nick Jackson, though. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.